Okay, good morning everybody. Today's daf is Tainus Daf Yud Gimel. We left off Daf Yud Beis and Beis. We just finished the Mishnah yesterday, so we're at the Gemara on the last medium-sized line on Daf Yud Beis and Beis. Today's share is sponsored by Dr. David Lander, in honor of his wife and children. It's also sponsored by Friends of the Beach Minion, Elizachus Rufur Shalema, for Aryeh David Alevi, Ben Yehudis, Shiro Shlev Rufur Shalema, Besoch Shar Chole Yisrael. So the first thing we're going to talk about today is we're going to discuss the source for the idea of an Isra Malacha on a Tainus, because after all, all the other things that we do on a Tainus make a lot of sense, that those are things that cause a person tsar. A person gets a day off from work, he usually enjoys having a day off from work. So why is that considered? I guess Tav Yom coincidence, day off from work. So he uh, usually enjoys a day off from work. So why is it that uh, that's considered to be uh, to be something that's associated with the tightness? And then the Gemara is going to go through what the typical schedule of a day is supposed to be on a tightness. How much of the day is supposed to be spent in Cheshman and Nefesh and how much in Davening and how much in uh, in, in uh, Laning and, uh, and Haftorah. And then the Gemara is going to discuss, the majority of today's daf is going to discuss the issue of bathing on a fast day as well as bathing when a person is in Avelos. The Gemara is going to uh, bring four rayas about bathing in in cold water uh, when a person is in uh, is in Avelis or on a fast day and uh, reject all of those rayas about whether it's Mutter or Aser. Then the Gemara is going to bring two versions of Rava's statement about an Avel, about an Avel bathing. And then on Amir Beis, the Gemara is going to shift into a discussion about Tfilas Anenu, that where do we insert Anenu in Shemona Esrei on a fast day? And then the Gemara is going to have a discussion if we say 24 brachos in Chazar Sashat. Uh, on a fast day, in which fast days we recite 24 brachos in Chazar Sashats, in which fast days we do not recite 24 brachos in Chazar Sashats. Um, so uh, the, uh, I just want to apologize in advance. I'm going to have to end this year a little bit early because I'm speaking in Teaneck this morning at 9 o'clock. And uh, I, I don't know if I'm going to get there or not, but uh, I, I, I'm definitely going to have to end a little bit early to even uh, stand the chance. So let's uh, so, so let's let, let's begin at the Gemara on Yud Beis Amud Beis. So it says the uh, uh, the Gemara. Um, Bishlamakulu. I understand all of these items that we listed in the Mishnah that you're not allowed to do on a fast day. Is Butainuk. They're enjoyable, so you shouldn't do them on a fast day. Rechitza, Vesicha, Tashmashamita. For some reason, it leaves out Nila Sasandal, but Nila Sasandal also. All of those things are a, uh, are, a t- are a Tanuk. So I understand why you're not allowed to do those on a fast day. Aval Malacha, Tsaru. Malacha, no one enjoys work. Work is a Tsar. It's, uh, it's difficult. So why can't you do that on a fast day? Amrabchisam Rabbi because it's a pasuk in the Nevuah of Yoel when he talks about the uh, the the arba that they were afflicted with uh, that uh, is going to destroy all of their crops. So he said that they should fast and they should daven. And the Gemara Darshans that Kiruatzara teaches us that it's keatzeres that when he's instructing them to fast, he's telling them they should make a fast that's like atzeres that's similar to the Yom Tov of Shavuos or Shmini atzeres ma atzeres just like Atzeres, whichever Atzeres you're talking about, whether it be Shmuz or Shmini Atzeres, there's an Isra of Asiyas, there's an Isra of Malacha, so Atainus Asr Basiyas Malacha. So we darshan from that pasuk that Atainus is Asr Basiyas Malacha. So even though we were looking for a Svara as to why it would be Asr, the Gemara doesn't really give a Svara, the Gemara just says, you know, it's a pasuk that, from which we derive that there's an Isra Asiyas Malacha and Atainus. Says Gemara, Ima Atzeres Meyorta. Well, how far are you going to take that comparison to Atzeres when it comes to young? 
Yom Tov, we already start the Yisra Malacha the night before. So if Tainus Nami Meyurta, you're going to say the same thing when it comes to Tainus, that the Yisra Malacha starts the night before. So I'm Rabbi Zeri L'Didim Farshi L'Minei Dara B'Yemri Baraba Amar Kro Isfu Zekenim that uh, it was described to me uh, from uh, Rabbi Yemri Baraba that the Pasuk says Isfu Zekenim right next to the when it says Kiru Atzeres so it says it says uh, it says Isfu Zekenim so we darshan that the Yisra Malacha on the fast day should be similar to the gathering together of the Zikainim in the on the fast day. So Ma'asifa Zikainim by Yom, just like the gathering together of the Zikainim happens in the daytime and not at nighttime. At nighttime, everyone's home; no one's gathering together anywhere. So Nami by Yom. So when it comes to a fast day, also the Yisra Malacha is going to begin during the uh, the daytime. What exactly is the Yisra Malacha on a fast day? Meaning there are sometimes where you have Yisra Malacha that doesn't mean Pshutok. It doesn't mean what we normally consider to be an Isra Malacha. Uh, meaning, uh, for example, there's a minig that Nashim don't do Malacha 30 minutes after Hadlakas Neiruz Chanukah. Such a minig that's quoted uh, by, by the Postkin. That women don't do Malacha for 30 minutes. Rabbi Saul Reisman said he wants to ask Rav Bik Zuchran uh, whether his wife is allowed to like, uh, make latkes and uh, make sufkaniyot during those uh, 30 minutes. Or should she be knowing the Isra Malacha? He said, Isra Malacha in making latkes and sufkaniyot? What a you hold that those 30 minutes are more chamer than Yantif? On Yantif, you also have an Isra Malacha. And on Yantif, uh, you're allowed to do Malacha Sochel Nefesh. So some, sometimes you have an Isra Malacha, and it's a different kind of Isra Malacha. So, uh, okay, so on a fast day, there's some level of, uh, of an Isra Malacha. So, maybe the Isra Malacha only begins from halfway through the through the day. Uh, who, who says that it starts in the uh, in the morning? The Gevur Sari writes that Tiara over here has to mean uh, the midpoint, uh, meaning the word tiara means two different things in Shas. The Gemara in the beginning of Bracha says, Uva Shemesh Vitaher. So Taher Yoma means that it's totally over. But we also have, He's a Mimenuel Tiaro Shalmizbeach, to be Maza on the Tiaro Shalmizbeach. And uh, the Gemara in Yuma, Darshans, that means halfway up the Mizbeach. At the midpoint. So over here it says verse Ari, the tiara means halfway point. So ve'ema mitiara. Maybe the Yisra Malach is only halfway through the day. How do you know it's when the whole day is over? How do you know it's at the beginning of the day? Rav Shish Braid Ravidi, Rav Shish Braid Ravidi explains, Misayel, the Ravuna, Damar Mitzaf, for Kinufia, that from the fact that Rabbi Yirmiya says as a Dover Pashut that the Yisra Malach is derived from Asifa Sakanim, and that begins already in the morning, that's a raya to Ravuna, because Ravuna said when it comes to Titus Tzibor, that in the morning we already gather together in the shuls and the Zikanim and the Chachamim all get together. That already happens in the morning. So uh, therefore the Isra Malacha, which is derived from Isvu Zikanim, which is derived from the, uh, the, the, the Pasuk of Kiru Atzara, Isvu Zikanim, that must be when the Zikanim get, get together and the Zikanim gather together in the morning of a fast day. So hey Chiyavdi, okay, so now that you're telling me that part of the schedule of a fast day is that in the morning, first thing in the morning, everybody gets together including all the Zikanim, they all come to shul. So what's the rest of the daily schedule? What happens? What are they doing in shul on the, the first half of the day? What do they do the second half of the day? Some Rabbi Mitzap. Rabbi says, from the morning after Shachris, until halfway through the day, they have to look into the needs of the city, meaning any uh, issues that they have spiritually, what they've been doing wrong. They do a cheshben and nefesh, how they're going to fix it. They inspire people to better behavior. Once they hit chatzos 
Yom, then they divide the second half of the day into two quadrants, in two quarters. Riva de Yoma, they, one quarter of the day, Karidin Besifra Vaftarta, they do a Kriya Satara and they read Dir Shoshabi Matzo, they read a Haftarah, Mikan Ve'elach, and then from the last quarter of the day, Be'inan Rachmi, they daven Takarosh Baruch Hu. And the idea that the quarter of the day they read from the Torah, quarter of the day they daven, is Shanamar, it's derived from the Pasuk when it describes the the Jewish people coming back from Golis, Teretz Yisrael, with Nehemiah, that they did tshuva from their Averos that they had done previously, and the Pasuk says, Ve'yakumu al Amdam, Ve'yikru B'Sefer Torah Hashem Elokeim, Revius Hayom, Revius Misvadim, Mushtachvim, L'Hashem Elokeim, that it says explicitly that a quarter of the day they were uh, they, they were they were reading from the Torah, and a quarter of the day they were being Misvadim, they were being Misfalel. So says Gemara, yeah, but Ve'epachanan, maybe the Seder Hayom is the opposite. Maybe in the first half of the day is when they do those two things. They read from the Torah and the Torah and they daven, and then maybe the second half of the day is the day that is the time that they do cheshbon and nefesh and they look for the tzarchei ear and they engage in all of that. How do you know to put it in this order? So lo no, you can't say that. because the pasuk says in Sefer Ezra, osfu kol Yisrael al al hagola, and the pasuk continues vani yoshiv mishomim ad leminchas ha'erev, and he's describing that everyone would gather together and all the tamid chum would come together to tell me the, uh, the the problems and what the averos are that people are doing and I sit and I listen until minchas ha'erev uksiv u'b'minchas ha'erev kamti mitanesi and then it says afterwards and at minchas ha'erev I get up from uh, from my fast ve'efros hakapai el Hashem so you see that in the first half of the day he's listening to all of the problems everything that needs tikkun everything that requires fixing from minchas ha'erev after chatzos that's when he's engaged in tefillah. So that's the half of the day. We know that it's the second half of the day where you're going to have the Kriya Satara and you're going to have the Haftarah and you're going to have tefillah. It's an interesting question that when exactly is the time for Kriya Satara on a fast day? Like this Manazah, when we lane at Mincha. So when exactly is the time that you're allowed to lane at Mincha? Do you have to wait until you can daven Mincha, which is a half hour after Chatzos Hayom, Mincha Gdola, or do you have to, or can you already start uh, laning at Mincha uh, as soon as it's the second half of the day, as soon as it's after Chatzos Hayom. This comes up, this Shaila comes up all the time in uh, schools. A lot of times schools on a fast day, I know all the years I was teaching in DRS, on a fast day they, they, would, end the, they would end school with Mincha on, uh, on a fast day, then all the boys uh, would go home. But uh, the, the way the schedule worked out, it was much more convenient to start Mincha before the Zman for Mincha and just start with Kriya Satora and with uh, the Haftorah. And then by the time they got the Shmon Esrei, it would already be the Zman of Mincha. Are you allowed to do that? Or do you say, do you say that the Kriya Satora and the Haftorah belongs with Mincha and therefore it has to be at the Zman Mincha? Or can you start it earlier? Because the Gemara says, it's already time for Kriya Satora and Haftorah. And that's got nothing to do really with the Tefillah. We just connect it to a Tefillah. But it's not really a function of Mincha. It's a function of a requirement of Kriya that we do on a fast day. So, okay, as you might expect, some posts can say one way, some posts can say the other way. When uh, when a school is stuck, one of the schools asked me years ago, they said, if we if we don't, if we, the, bus is, the bus company is only going to come at a certain time. If we don't do this, kids are going to have to dive mincha at home. And we know that uh, the nature of the school that, uh, that asked the question is that a lot of the kids are not going to dive mincha at home. They're not going to go, go to catch a minion later. So then obviously in that situation, you rely on those postcomen better to, uh, to, to, dive, to say the, the Kriya Satara and the Aftara uh, right, at, uh, right after Chatzos. Okay, Amrav from Bar Papa Amrav Chista. Kol Shum Evel, any kindness that the Chacham work 
Aveya, uh, because of Avelus, that the, the reason you're not allowed to bathe is because of Avelus. Kagon Tishabav, like Tishabav or Masabel and the Korban Beis Hamikdash, the Avel, and also Kavachomer, an actual Avel who uh, lost a relative and is in Tsar, Asr Bein Becham Bein Betsonim. The Isr meaning now the Gemara is pivoting just to talk about the Isr of bathing, and that's going to be the majority of the Daf. So anytime you have a tinus that's on account of Avelus or actual Avelus, it's also to bathe both in hot water and in cold water. The the kol shumishum tainug, but anytime the isruchitza is only just to take away a little bit of enjoyment, kigon tainus sibur, like when the chamur goes there, tainus sibur to inspire us to tshuva and to be mitzayer over the uh, over our averos. So then bechamet also b'tzadim motzer. Then you're not allowed to bathe in warm water, but you're allowed to bathe in uh, cold water. Tulsa's quotes a machlokas about the three tainios sibur that are nohag nowadays, whether they're aser b'ruchitza b'chamin. Right, Tulsa's quote. He quotes a machlokas between Ravya and Rabbeinu Yoel whether there's an Isra Rechitza B'chamin on Tishbav and Asar B'teves and those types of fast days B'zman Azeh. La'alach in Shulchan Aruch we pass in Mutter. We pass in that you're allowed to take a hot shower on a fast day B'zman Azeh not on Tishbav obviously but on a fast day, on the other fast days, you're allowed to take a hot shower. However, the Mishaburah says that a bal nefesh yachmir, that a bal nefesh should be, uh, should be machmir, not to do so. But Meikar Adin, we paskin like the Shita that it's mutter to take a hot shower on a fast day, Bisman Azeh. But, uh, but the Tainus Sibor, when they uh, when it had all of the dinam of a Tainus Sibor, it was Asr Bechamin and Mutter Bitsonin. Amr Avidi Baravinaf and Anami Tanina. We bring a raya from our Mishnah because the Mishnah says, Vinolin is a mechatzos. Stam mechatzos means warm water. And that's why they had to close them. So it sounds like they only had to close the places of warm water. But cold water would be mutter. So it's a raya that you're allowed to bathe in cold water on a fast day. So wait, how can you make a deal from the fact that it says that they closed the bathhouses? How would the Mishnah say if it wanted to tell you that you can't even bathe in cold water? What would they have to close in order to tell you that they can't, they can't bathe in, clo- in, in, in cold water? Close the water main of the city. They didn't have water main. So what would that mean? So the Gemara says, I'm going to they should stop the rivers from flowing? That's what the Mishnah should have said? Meaning there is no other option as to how to describe it. So what kind of diuk is that to make from the fact that it says you close the bathhouses that it must be that you're allowed to bathe in cold water? So Rav Ravidi explains my father who was the one that made this diuk was Ravidi Baravin that made the diuk. No, no, this was his diuk. This was his problem. Michdi, Tanan, it already says in the Mishnah, Asr they are not allowed to bathe. No Lamali. Why then does it have to say they close the bathhouses? Obviously, if you're not allowed to bathe, you close the bathhouses. Even though sometimes on fast days the food places are open, you know, the, the kosher food places are open. Okay, so that's uh, for Choldum, uh, I guess. Uh, so it must be that when it says that once it says it's Asr to bathe, and then it says they close the bathhouses, so it must be that it's Asr to bathe in uh, warm water. But Batsun in Mutter. It's Mutter to bathe in cold water. That's why Dafka emphasizes that they close the places that have war- warm water after it already told me that it's also to bathe. It's to be Magdir that the Isser to bathe is only in the type of bath you could get at a bathhouse. But there's no Isser to bathe in the type of bath you can get at the river, which is cold water. Then the Gemara brings a riot to the other dinner of Chisda said that on Tishba of it's also even to bathe in cold water. I'll bring you a riot to that idea that you're not allowed to bathe in cold water 
on Tishvav, Kol Chayav Etfilos, anyone who's Tameh and has to go to the Mikvah, Tovlin Kedarkan, when it comes time for their Tvila, they could be Tovel in the normal way, Bein B'Tishvav, Bein B'Yom even on Tishvav. So even though you're not allowed to bathe on Tishvav, you can go to the Mikvah on Tishvav. So B'may, what type of Tvila are we talking about? Ilema B'chamin, if we're talking about bathing in warm water, Tvila B'chamin, Mi'ika, is that even a possibility of of, of, of uh, toveling in warm water? Shu'uvininu. How does the water get warm? The only way you can warm up the water is you collect it in pots and pans and you cook it up. And that's the only way the water would get warm. That's a psul in a mikvah. That's called mayim shu'uvin once the water has been collected in kalim. So can't be talking about toveling in warm water. Tell me a chiddush that you could tovel in warm water on Tishbav because there's no such thing as tevila in warm water. Elav bitzone. And it must be telling me that you could be toveling cold water on Tishbav. And still, you're only allowed to go into cold water in Tishbav if you have a chiv to go to the mikvah. But if you don't have a chiv to go to the mikvah, if you're not a Tame person that needs to go to the mikvah that day, then you then you would not be allowed to even go in cold water. From the fact that we're only matir, someone who has to go to the mikvah to go in cold water, you see uh, clearly that other people are not allowed to go in cold water. It happens to be the Isra of Maim Shu'uvin, the Psul, I should say, rather, of Maim Shu'uvin, that you're not allowed to have drawn water, water that was in Kalim, in, uh, you know, to, to be used as mikvah water, whether that's a psuldo rice or a psuldo rabbanan is a major machlokas uh, in halacha. It's a major machlokas rishonim. So uh, the sheet of the Shulchan Aruch in Yardeya, Simon Reish Aleph, Sif Nun Gimel, is that the psul of Shu'uvin is only midrabanan, the pasuk is nasmachta. Rashi's sheet is that rubo Shu'uvin would be pasul minatora. That if the majority of the mikvah is mayim Shu'uvin, that would be psul minatora. Gimel lugin mayim Shu'uvin, that three lug of mayim Shu'uvin is going to be enough to pasul mikvah. That's all the Midrabanan. The Rabbin Hananel, however, holds that uh, that even Gimelugan of Mayim Shu'uvin uh, apostles Minatora if it's the first three lug of water in the mikvah. The Rash Mishans in Mikvaos, in Masech's Mikvaos, in the second paragraph says it, it's totally whether the uh, the the kli that was used to uh, draw the water is mekabel or not mekabel That if the kli itself is mekabel then it's psul daraisa. If the kli itself that you use is not mekabel then it's psul drabanan. But kuli pligi that there is some sort of psul of maim shuvin, and therefore the gemara is saying it's impossible that a person could ever go to the mikvah in warm waters. The gemara says not a good raya at all because maybe it is possible that a person can go to the mikvah in warm water. Amr of Chanan Katina lo el who says that you need maim in order to go to the mikveh in warm water, maybe we're talking about chamei tveria. There's naturally hot springs, and uh, that you go to the mikveh in. So since they're hot, that's why we say only if you're tame you're allowed to go to them on tishbav. But a regular person can't go bathing in chamei tveria on tishbav. But maybe in a chinami, even a regular person who's not tame is allowed to bathe in cold water on tishbav. So you don't have a clear raya that you're not allowed to bathe in cold water on tishbav. The reason they allow chayavei tvilos to be tovel in warm water, you, you know. One could have asked Lachora if you have to go to the mikvah and, and it's Tishabav, so go to a cold mikvah. What do you have to go to a hot mikvah for? Why would you? Why would we allow them to go to Chametzveria for such a thing? So some sofa writes it must be we're talking about an istinus that if we don't allow uh, tevila bechamin, then they're not going to go to the mikvah at all. And tevila bezman a mitzvah. There's a mitzvah that's supposed to go to the mikvah, so we don't want to discourage people from going to the mikvah. So therefore, they allow even tevila bechamin in such in such cases. So the Gemara tries to say, well, wait a second. What? Nowadays, you only have warm mikvahs, yeah. yeah. It's for the same reason, because we want to encourage people to go to... Uh, well, no, nowadays, we don't go to the mikvah on Tishbab. 
because we don't have Tevila Bizman anymore nowadays. Tevila Bizman meant that you were going Mamish Han time. So nowadays, a Nida doesn't go on day seven, right? The uh, on a Daraisa level is after seven days of Nidus, the following night she goes to the Mikvah. So nowadays, she's got five days and then seven days. It's not Bizman anyway. Right, uh, and uh, even the Zava Gedola is not really Bismarck because uh, Zava Gedola, we had so many Chumras. By the time a person goes to the woman, goes, uh, men forget about it, we don't do it at all, but by, by the time a woman goes to the mikvah, it's already not a Tevila Bismarck. So that's why the mikvah is closed twice a year. It's closed until Shabbat is closed Yom Kippurim because you have no hatred to be uh, to be Tevil Bismarck so, uh, on Tishbub and uh, Yom Kippurim. So, frankly, according to the Brysa, it's a mutter for everybody to uh, bathe in Sonin on Tishbub. Ema Seifa, how does this, how do you read the Seifa of the Brysa? The Seifa says, I'm that Rabbi Chanina Skanim Kwanim says that uh, if a person is tummy and comes time for the tevila on Tishabav, uh, so kedayu beisel lukenu la abi to love tevila pamachas b'shana. He holds uh, against the Tanakama that you're not allowed to go to the mikvah and it's okay. You lose out on one tevila for the uh, for the for the avelus of the korban beis amigdash. But vi amri pitzonin muter yirchatz pitzonin. But if everybody agrees that you can bathe in cold water, why not let the guy who needs to go to the mikvah on uh, on Tishabav? Above, go in cold water. What do you mean, Kedayu Beis Elokeinu, and you lose out on the Tevila? Can't you satisfy all things? That as far as Beis Elokeinu is concerned, on the Avelis, you can't use warm water. So go to cold mikvah, and you'll still be able to do a Tevila. So you see from Rabbi Chanina Sagan that apparently even cold water is a problem. So Gemara says, no, no, that's not a Raya. Amrav Papa, we can reject that. Maybe he's talking about a case where they only have Chamei Tevaria, where there is no cold water available. Hard to imagine such a Matthias, but maybe there's such a Matthias where there's no cold water, they only have naturally hot springs, they don't have any cold water. So then, rather than uh, go to the mikveh in warm water, you would have to, uh, according to you'd have to skip that uh, that tevila, wait till the next day. So I asked the Gemara on the second dinner of Rav Chista, now Rav Chista also said that on a tiny seabor, one is allowed to bathe in cold water. So because we said anything that's Misham Ta'anuk, that we just try to prevent extra enjoyment and pleasures on a tiny seabor, so therefore you're allowed to bathe in cold water. So Tashima says, well, I'll bring a raya from the Brisa when it, is, when it limits the various isurim that apply on a tainus tzibur and tells us that these isurim are not uh, universally applied. Kishamru asur b'melacha. For example, when it says you're not allowed to do melacha on a tainus tzibur, lo b'yom, As we already explained earlier, that's only during the daytime of the tainus tzibur. The nighttime, when it's not yet time of asifa sekenim, where the, you know, uh, the, when it's not yet the time where the sekenim gathered, it's already, it's just nighttime where everyone's in their homes, it's mutter to do malacha. So that's a limitation on the Yisr malacha. When we say that on a tiny seabird, you're not allowed to wear leather shoes. Not always, though. That's only if you're in the city. But if you're traveling, mutter, then you're allowed to wear leather shoes even on a tiny seabird. So how do you navigate that? When you're going out to the road, you wear your leather shoes. And you come into the city, you take off the leather shoes. When we say that you're not allowed to bathe on a tiny seabird, that's only bathing your entire body, but just to wash your hands, your face, your feet, that's going to be mutter to do on a tiny seabor. So, and you find a similar dinim when it comes to someone who is put in cherim, and when it comes to an avel. So, my love, when the Brysa says that, uh, that, that, that a menuda and an avel are the same as a tiny seabor, doesn't that mean akulu? That all of these dinim that we just said, that you're allowed to wear leather shoes when you're traveling, that you're allowed to do malacha 
at night that you're allowed to bathe in cold water, that you're allowed to bathe panov yadavaraglav. Isn't, isn't all of that for menuda and an avel and a tiny seabor? We're equating all of them on all of those dinim. What kind of water are you using that we're saying you're allowed to bathe your hands, face, and feet, you're just not allowed to bathe your whole body? Ilayim b'chamim. We're talking about warm water. Would that be possible that we're saying that you're allowed to wash your hands, face, and feet with warm water on Tishabav? Is that possible? And when you're in Avelus, an Avel is not even allowed to stick his finger into warm water. For sure, he's not allowed to wash hands, face, and feet in warm water. So when it says that you're allowed to bathe in in your hands, face, and feet, but not your whole body in warm water, Elulav b'tzon. It must, uh, in water, rather, it must mean bitzonin with cold water. So that which we ask her to bathe on a tiny seaboard, to bathe your entire body on a, on, on a tiny seaboard, means you're not even allowed to bathe your entire body in cold water on a tiny seaboard. That's a raya against Rav Chista. Rav Chista had said, no, nah, on a tiny seaboard, you can bathe your whole body in cold water. It's only for uh, Avelus that you're not allowed to bathe your whole body in cold water. But over here, you see that we're equating Avelus with the tiny seaboard. And we're saying that you're allowed to bathe your hands, face, and feet, but not your whole body and it's talking about cold water it must be talking about cold water because warm water and ovel is not allowed to do anything so it says Marlow now the Bryce is not talking about cold water the Bryce is talking about warm water ah but we said that can't be the Kokoshalach we asked the Kasha because we said that an ovel is allowed to do these things and an ovel is not allowed to wash his hands face and feet in warm water no the fact that we're equating a menuda and an ovel to Tainas Seaboard that's talking about the other dinam in the Bryce not the bathing and that's about the wearing leather shoes outside of the city. That's about doing malacha at night. That's what we say an ovel is like a tiny seaboard. But when it comes to bathing, an ovel is totally different dinim than a tiny seaboard, like Rav Chista said at the beginning of this conversation, right? Where he said that whenever something is on account of avelus, you're not even allowed to bathe in cold water. But whenever something is on account of tanuk, like by a tiny seaboard, then you're allowed to bathe in cold water. So now the Gemara asks on the first dinner of Rav Chista that an ovel is not allowed to bathe even in cold water. One time the children of Rabbi Hanina died, unfortunately. And during Shiva, he washed in cold water. So don't you see that an Avel is allowed to bathe in cold water? How can you tell me that you're not allowed to bathe in cold water? That case was a case where one Avelus came right after the other one. The Lashon of Takfu is takeoff, that it happens immediately. That one Avelus. Uh, when he was about to get up from Shiva from one of his children, another one of his children died in Ebuch. So he went from one Shiva right into another Shiva. So in such cases, we have a special heter that he's allowed to bathe in, uh, in, in cold water in such a case. The reason they were Dafka Mekel Bitsonin and not Bechamin, the different possibilities. Either uh, because it's, uh, you have to do something differently than uh, normal because you are, after all, an Avelus. The person is, after all, an Avelus. Or it's just to be Mema'it Bahana'a somewhat. But bottom line is, He's allowed to bathe in that case, but only in cold water. But at least we allow him to bathe in cold water because it's one Avelus after the other. Titania, because the Bryson tells us, to chafu Avelus, if one Avelus comes right on the heels of the other, if his hair is growing long, he's allowed to lighten the burden of his hair with a razor. 
but uh, not with a scissor. Mechabis ksuso b'mayim, and you can also clean his clothing with water, not with detergent, with water. So you could you have certain kulas. Not we don't go all the way. We don't allow doing things normally, but certain kulas about hair cutting, certain kulas about bathing, certain kulas about uh, about washing clothing. When nebuch one has one avelus after the other, so it tells us three dinim, right? When you have when it's takfu avelav, uh, you have rechitza, tisporis, and kvisa. So even though it's three dinim. The, the, it's really talking about separate cases, meaning by rechitza and kvisa, by bathing and, and laundering, the isr is only for seven days. The isr is only during shiva. So it, when we say takfu avelov, it means when he was about to get up from shiva, Nebuch, he lost another relative and he was about to sit another, another shiva. When it comes to tisporus, the isr of uh, hair cutting, the isr is called shloshim. The isr to shave and to get a haircut is an isr for, uh, for, for, for all of shloshim. So it must be that it, we're talking about where takfu avelov, as far as that's concerned, as far as haircutting is concerned, must be when he was about to get out of Shloshim, another another relative died. Truth is, even when it comes to uh, when it comes to bathing, uh, could be that, uh, that, that there are dinim that you're not allowed to bathe for all uh, thirty days. The halach is that you're allowed to, you're, you're, allowed, you're not allowed to bathe at all during shiva and only bitzonin during during Shloshim, not bechamin during Shloshim. No one's knowing that way anymore because we're all istinesim, so people already bathe bechamin typically after uh, shiva is over. Nowadays, a lot of people bathe uh, bitzonin during uh, during shiva also because we're such istinesim. But uh, but but uh, the Ikra din is that there are dinim of rechitza even after uh, even after uh, shiva is over. But you, but you still see that that the uh, that that uh, the, even though we're, we're clustering these halachas together, they're not really talking about the same case of takvu avelim. Some of these are dinim of shiva followed by another shiva, and some are dinim of shloshim followed by another shloshim. That's by the way the reason why uh, Rav Salvechik thought it was mutter to bathe bismanazeh during the nine days. That uh, even with warm water, um, the shulchanot says that you're not allowed to. That you're not allowed to bathe during the during the nine days, uh, the, or shulchan or whatever, with, uh, with with warm water. So he said, no, but you have to look at the uh, the avelos that we have over the chorban abayis. It's patterned after something. All the dinim are patterned after normal normal dinay avelos. So obviously, tishav of itself, we sit shiva. We, it's like it's like avelos shiva. But the shulchan or nine days for Ashkenazim, we treat as uh, as as dinim of shloshim. So that's why. The Shulchan Aruch says, now let it bathe in warm water because it has dinim of Shloshim. But nowadays, when someone is, is, is in Shloshim, they absolutely bathe in warm water because we're all Istanaisim. So that's why he thought that you're allowed to bathe in warm water. But I mean, it comes out certain chumras also. It turned out you're not allowed to cut your nails. Many of the Sfarim Mishabru say, says you are allowed to cut your nails. It's worth the trade off uh, you know, to be able to take a warm shower during, uh, during nine days to not cut your nails for a week and a half. So, uh, okay, so says the Gemara Vaiter, Amarava, Avel Mutter Lirchos Bitsonian Kol Shiva, and Avel is allowed to bathe in cold water uh, for seven days. Mididava, Bisra just like an Avel is Mutter to, uh, to, to uh, I'm sorry, I skipped the line, right? Um, yeah, so the, the, Gemara, the Gemara explains uh, the kulas. First, Amrav Chista Betar, Avalobe Misprayim, Bemayim, Velobe Neser, Velobe Chal. Right? So, did I? Yeah, that's what I'm up to? Uh, yeah. So, uh, so, 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 yeah. So, so the Rav Chissa says that you, when when we say that uh, if a person has has heavy hair, he's allowed to uh, cut with a razor. It means not with a scissor. And bimaya means when we say that he's allowed to wash his clothing with water, it means and not with detergent. So Amarava Avel Mutter Lirchotz B'Tzorin Kol Shiva. Avel is allowed to bathe in cold water, Kol Shiva, throughout the uh, the, the, the the Shiva. Midadava Bisra Just like an Avel is allowed to eat meat and is allowed to drink wine, so he's allowed to do 
certain enjoyable things. So Ruchitza B'tzonin is like that kind of level of Tadnug, of eating meat and drinking wine, and therefore it's going to be mutter, just like a novel is allowed to meet, eat meat and drink wine. A lot of times people ask, are you allowed to drink wine when you're in Avelis? The Gemara is an expression, lo nivra yayin that that's the purpose of wine. Wine is to take the edge off a little bit and to calm a person down during uh, during Avelis. So uh, so absolutely novel is allowed to drink wine. The Gemara Ksuba says that initially they made a takana, they have to have ten kosos of yayin in a base avel. Then they saw that didn't work out so well, so uh, that, that was a bad plan. So they changed the uh, the halacha, but uh, but but uh, wine is absolutely mutter for an avel. So meisvei. So the Gemara the Gemara challenges now. Uh, if you have a girl who's uh, of marriageable age, she's not allowed to be menavel herself during the days of Avelis, meaning she doesn't have to be menavel herself and make and, 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 and make herself look not nice, because the Chama allow her to be mevatel, some of the halachs of Avelis, in order that uh, that she should be able to find a, uh, a shidduch. So from the fact that they only allow that for a bogeres, hanara, it sounds like a girl who's a nara, who's already chayavas in mitzvah, she's passed bas mitzvah, already, but she's not yet of marriageable age, Rasha, she is allowed to be menavel herself, meaning she's obligated in all of the dinam of, uh, of Avelos. So the Chamar not make it at all. So my love, what does that mean, that we allow Bogaris to do certain things and not a Nara? What are we talking about? Isn't that Peruchitza? Doesn't that mean that we allow her to bathe herself? So Bimai, and what kind of bathing are we talking about? Ilim Bechabin, if we're talking about warm water, ain't a Bogaris Rasha, the, 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 that's Shaykh to say that a Bogaris is not allowed to be knowing in Isser in warm water, all she has to do is look nice. If she bathes in cold water, she'll look nice also. So why would we say it's usher for her to be machmir, to, 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 to not bathe in warm water? Another typically is not even allowed to stick their finger into warm water. So it's such a chamadika thing. It's not mistaver that you're going to allow bathing in warm water for a bogeras, especially since she could accomplish the same thing by bathing in cold water. It must be that we're talking about sonain. And, and we see that even cold water, uh, they, they were only matir for Bogaris and not for Renara. So you see that Rechitza Sonein is also for an Avel because we said, we're saying that we're allowing Rechitza Sonein for a Bogaris to find a Shidduch, where the Mashmos clearly is, and we would not allow Rechitza Sonein for an Ara. We would not allow Rechitza Sonein for a regular Avel. So that's a Kashan Rava, Rava, Lad Rechitza Sonein. So says Molo, Akichul Pirchus. The Bryce is not talking about Rechitza. It's talking about other types of making herself look nice. It's talking about other uh, beautifications that she would do putting on makeup and things like that. But in Rechinami, when it comes to Rechitza, uh, the Bogaris has the same din as the Nara. So now the Gemara brings a raya to Rava that an oval is allowed to bathe in cold water. The children of Yosef Rechinina died and he bathed in uh, cold water throughout Shiva. So isn't that a raya? You're allowed to bathe in uh, cold water? says, well, no. That was a case where he had one Avelis right after the other. So uh, that's why he had Special coolers in such cases. If a person has one avelus right after the other, he can cut his he can cut his hair with a razor. He can uh, he can uh, clean some of his clothing with water, but without detergent. So the Gemara brings uh, it limits the Yisur, uh, as we said earlier. That you can use a tar to lighten the hair, but not scissors. You could use water to wash the clothing, but not detergent.
detergents. So Ikada Amri, now the Gemara brings a third daya about an Avel bathing. So the Ikada Amri, Amar Rava, that Rava holds, Avel Asr Bitsonein Kol Shiva. And Avel is not allowed to wash his whole body uh, in cold water throughout Shiva, and certainly he's not allowed to wa- wash in warm water, but when it comes to Panaviyad of Raglov, he's even allowed to wash in warm water. So that's the third daya. That's how we, we sort of compromise. That cold water is Asr, is, uh, is Asr uh, throughout, even cold water is Asr throughout Shiva, but for just Panaviyad of Raglov, he could even use warm water. That's what the Ritfa explains. So Maishnami Basaviyayin asks the Gemara, wait a second, why should bathing in cold water be different than Basaviyayin? We allow an oval during Shiva to have Basaviyayin. Why can't we allow him to bathe in cold water? So I asked the Gemara, because they're totally different. The purpose of eating meat and drinking wine is to, to calm his mood a little bit, to, to, to calm his tsar a little bit. So the Cham do that. It provides him a little sense of Necham and of calm. But Rechitza is just for enjoyment. It doesn't give him that sense of calm. So uh, there's no reason to be Mekel by Rechitza at all. So So now all of the things, the, 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 we're going to bring a Raya to Rava, uh, all the things that were Akasha before our Raya now and everything that was a Raya before is Akasha. So we're going to bring a Raya to Rava that an Oval is not allowed to wash even Bitsonein. Eina Bogaris Rashal and Avalatzma. Because we said that a Bogaris is, 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 uh, is, uh, is, is allowed to be Mekel in Hilch Savelis in order to appear attractive, in order to attract the Shivach. Hanara Rasha'a. But a Nara uh, should observe all of the Dinam of Avelis. And apparently that means not to bathe. Bemai. And what are we talking about? What kind of water? Ilem Becham. We're talking about warm water. Eina Bogaris Rasha'a. What do you mean? You're going to tell me that a Bogaris is allowed to bathe in warm water? In other words, warm water is such a hummerdicker thing, you're not even allowed to stick your finger in warm water. It must be that we're talking about sonain. And you see that uh, that that a Nara is not even allowed to bathe in sonain. Says Marlo, You can't bring any rise about bathing from the from the distinction between a Bogaris and a Nara, because the whole distinction about a Bogaris and a Nara had nothing to do with bathing. That was only about putting on makeup and hair removal and things like that, but nothing to do with um with bathing. Okay, so once we learn that an oval is not allowed to do kichl and pirkus, which is you know, a, a beautification process, so we learn another halacha from that. Amrav chisa zosa meres, oval asur betichbosis kol shiva. If they're not allowed to do makeup and hair removal and things like that, it must be they're not allowed to wash their clothing either, because clothing, the, uh, washing clothing is similar to putting on makeup. That's the equation the Gemara is, uh, the Gemara is making. That's how Rashi understands. Rabbi Vegar is uh, bothered by this because he says Rav Chisa himself says that uh, an oval is asur betzonein, so, uh, so if that's the case, then uh, the, we can explain that the kula of a bogeris is about rechitza b'tzonin and not about kichul pirkus, and there's no makar for the yisur of, uh, of kvisa. And also, from the fact that takfu avelov, they only allowed kvisa b'mayim, it sounds like a regular avel is also b'kvisa. So how can Rav Chista make a diuk over here that it's zosa meris and an avel is also b'tzchposes kol shiva? Okay, so v'hilchasa, the bottom line is, the halacha is, once we have three deos, as far as what an avel is allowed to do, as far as bathing is concerned, halacha is Throughout Shiva, Navel is not allowed to bathe in warm water nor in cold water. But he's allowed to bathe, he's allowed to wash his hands, face, and feet only in cold water, not in warm water. But to use shaman or other types of things on his on his skin, even, uh, even any part of his body is going to be Asr. But if he's just trying to, 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 to uh, remove
remove a foul odor that's coming from him, bad smell, or any dirt or something like that, mutter. Then it's mutter, and obviously if it's for refuah, it's mutter as it's 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 mutter as well. So uh, it turns out the Ritva points out that we have three basic uh, dinim over here, three basic levels of din. Tishbav is very chamer because it's a novel of Kal Yisrael. You're not even allowed to stick your finger in cold water on Tishbav, and certainly not in hot water. And only Chayavi Tvilos could be Tovel Kedarkan on Tishbav when it's Tvila Bizmana Mitzvah. When a person has an Avelus Yachid, it's a little more Kal. You're allowed to bathe in cold water part of your body, but not your whole body. That's what the Gemara is saying right now, that an Avel could bathe part of his body in cold water. And Tainas Tzibor is even more Kal than that. It's only Nisr Mishum Tanuk, and therefore you're allowed to bathe your entire body in cold water and mix us uh, of your body, mix us gufo in warm water. Okay, so now the Gemara shifts, now that we've discussed Ruchitza, now the Gemara is going to discuss the tefillah on a fast day. Uh, how do we uh, say aneinu on a fast day? So, Adbere, Rav Yudah, Rav Yitzchak, Vidarash, Rav Yudah taught Rav Yitzchak's son the following, that Yachat should keep a love tainus, misspell shall tainus, that a Yachat that's makabal tainus should daven the aneinu, vehechad omre, and where does he say Anenu? Bein Goel Lerofe. Between the bracha of Goel Yisrael and, and Rofe. So he adds an extra bracha of Baruch HaTashem La'amu Yisrael Be'is Tzara of Anenu in, in between. So Masper of Yitzchak Yachid Kovea Bracha La'atzmo A Yachid in his own private Shemonesra he's allowed to make a 19th bracha or today a 20th bracha now that we have Lama Shem an extra bracha in Shemonesra Ela Am Rav Yitzchak So Rav Yitzchak says no B'Shamei Tfila. You incorporate Anenu into Shamei Tfila. So we said the difference between Yachin and Tzibor is that a Tzibor adds in an extra bracha and a Yachin incorporates. My Yachin and my Tzibor, what does a Yachin mean? What does a Tzibor mean? If Yachin means that every Yachin in his own Tzibor of a Tzibor, Shliach Tzibor, and a Tzibor means Chazar Sashatz, Hanit Shasre, Esra Bahav, if we're talking about Chazar Shatz, it wouldn't be 19 brachas. There are 24 brachas of Chazar Shatz on a fast day. Elav hachikamar, ein ben yachid to keep a love tainis yachid, the yachid should keep a love tainis tzibor. No, the, the, when we say the difference between yachid and tzibor, we mean is a yachid who has a tainis yachid and, 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 and a yachid that's fasting at a tainis tzibor, elish zemis pal shmona esrei, vizemis pal sha esrei. That a yachid on a tainis tzibor says 19 brachas. Shmami no, yachid kovea bracha latzmo. So don't you see a riot from there that a yachid is kovea bracha, adds a 19th bracha of anenu. Says more low. The only name of the shliach tzibor. Now maybe it's really talking about the Shliach Tzibur. You can tell me, oh, Shliach Tzibur always has 24 brachas. Not always. The first three in the series of fast days, the Shliach Tzibur does not have 24 brachas. We're going to have to stop there. I realize I went a little long. And uh, have a great day, everybody. And wish me luck getting to Tinek. Okay.